Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian, a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. Mm-hmm. It is New Year's Eve. Can't believe it. I know. We're recording this safely in the past, yes. but for you and for all and for us, hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah. it is yes, New Year's dark. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm super low energy today. Yeah, me too. I'm just zoning out, but we, I'm excited. We had a we had a busy night last night before we, mm. we record on Sundays typically, and Jillian was one of my guests. Uh, I had some friends over to watch the holiday classic Holiday in Handcuffs starring Melissa Joan Hart <laughs> and Mario Lopez, and it was a great time, but today so we are fun. very tired. Yeah, and I know I said this in the Facebook group that we have, All Things Cozy podcast facebook group um but matt is the master of mold wine that's right that wasn't me complimenting <laughs> myself because it looked like that <laughs> sorry julian needs to start signing when she posts on the podcast page but um you but thank your, you julian yeah you made your famous mold wine and it was great I, you know what this year it was it was better because i added brandy oh yeah okay. yeah i think that was that was the trick but you're a great host and it was a all everyone had a great time oh thank you yeah yeah I, I hope so I, I had a great time too i always enjoy inflicting that movie on innocent people i'm gonna watch it by myself too <laughs> Get a second well th- this year they have like a, it's not a sequel but they're reunited for a very merry toy store mary mary mario like new york um mario and melissa <laughs> <laughs> that's right okay so we, we watch that as a double feature afterward okay you'd, you'd already gone on to your after party oh at that god point. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) this is an exciting episode. This is going to be our first annual Cozy Awards where Mm -hmm. we recognize the things that kept us feeling good in a year Mm -hmm. that was otherwise not Not good. good. Yeah, Yeah, not good. The longest year, but the shortest year. Yes. That makes sense. Really weird. Yeah. I mean, Spotify releases annually. Like, here are the songs Mm -hmm. that you loved the most this year. And I was listening to, to that playlist and I forgot like half those songs. Like, Oh, I used to listen to this. Yeah. I felt like so long ago and yet not. Um, anyway. Yeah. I think it was (laughs) something something new to try for us. Well, obviously it's our first annual cozies, but yeah. um, Yeah. Um, you know, just to recognize those things and people Mm -hmm. who made us feel cozy. Um, and and to wrap up the year and yeah, it's a nice little bow on it. Things shout outs. Yeah. Reflection is always important. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off normally and then we'll get into the cozies. We're starting so a new segment. We're starting a new segment. Mm-hmm. Before we had done Release the Resentments. Now, I like the name of that segment. Yeah, me too. But when we did the Thanksgiving episode, we really enjoyed sharing what we're thankful for. It seemed cozier and Especially nice. Especially during the holiday season. You just don't want to be venting about things you don't like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Still complaining. Uh-huh. And so... We were sharing things we were grateful for. Mm-hmm. We did Christmas wishes for the, the Christmas episode. We're going to try one more opening segment. And it's kind of, I feel like it's a l- closer to the grateful thing, but it's a little bit more open-ended. Yeah. And so we're just going to start with what's making us feel cozy this week. And we need mm-hmm. to find a better title for that, too. Yeah. But we'll I will reach out to everyone and ask what they think about each of the segments, because we love your viewer we have a tv show as well uh, <laughs> listener Who's feedback us right now? Yeah. listener feedback so i think someone reached out to us on twitter and gave us their two cents but if we could have more people 
you know. Yeah, honestly, if you guys could make the show, it would honest, it would be great. <laughs> yeah. The fewer decisions that we have to make, the less work we have to do. We we would really appreciate oh. that. So, Jillian, uh, what is making you feel cozy this week? Well, my girlfriend, her company, she worked for NBC, and they had their holiday party at Universal Studios. And uh, it was my first time going to the Hogwarts Mm -hmm. thing. Hogsmeade and Hogwarts, yes. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And it was at night, so it was really nice. And Hogwarts decorated for Christmas, so it was really super cozy just walking around and going through the... Hogsmeade, yes. Hogsmeade Village, um, and drinking the God, I'm so out butter of beer. Yeah, but the but, butter beer. Uh, and it was really great just drinking the buddy butter <laughs> butter beer. God damn, it can't take a lot. She she had too much butter beer last night. Yes. This is why she can't. I did. We both did, so we were very lethargic. <laughs> you know, we only released every two weeks. You could record us on a different day, but you know, this is this is the time that we arrange, yeah. and so here we are. We're still doing it, but, it was, yeah. but you're getting us at like half energy, half capacity. Um, but still, extremely cozy. Just yeah. seeing it for the first time and having it all lit up and decorated. There's just such a special feel to it, and I really will treasure that that evening for some time to come. Yeah, I mean, Jillian had texted me when she was there, like, do you think it'll be, I'll be okay if I go on the Hogwarts ride? And if you've never been to Universal Studios, I would say a good, like, 80% of the rides are really just, like, moving movies where, like, you're mm-hmm. in a box and your seat moves and there's something being projected in front of you to make it appear as if you're doing something, but you're just in a room. And... The Hogwarts ride is kind of a mix of that. Mm-hmm. You you are really physically moving on on like a a ride, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is just like projected. Um, and I was like, you should do that. It's not that bad. But Jillian had already opted out. Well, wh- I was looking up reviews. I always try and get a sense of what the ride will be like, and I don't mind projections. I just don't want to have any crazy movement, crap, whatever. The Minions I went on before, that was fine. I could handle the Minions. What is the Minions ride? I, I haven't been it's on Same that. thing. It's a simulation, 3D. Um, but I read this one review that said that the Harry Potter ride that I wanted to go on, you tilt so far backwards that it makes you feel like you're upside down. No. Granted, it was written by um, an eight-year-old because uh, her mom took her there, and she said that the, her daughter was terrified, so her, she let her daughter write a the post for her blog or something. I came across all these crazy reviews and that was just one of them. And so I guess I should have taken that with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> I get all my tips from eight year olds. I get but, it. I don't know. Someone just said, Oh, it's intense in one of the Yelp reviews. So I got a little freaked out. And the only ride I went on was, um, another minions ride, but it was in the kid section. You did, you did the whole minions. You had the whole minions experience. <laughs> yeah. So maybe next time. Yeah. Did you get to see the light show at least? No, because Jay. You were in Waterworld. Yeah, I, that was a horrible show. Very, very sexist and misogynist. Yeah, that is that's a time capsule. Yeah, that, I didn't like it. I'm always impressed by the stunts. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I totally hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope they build more Harry Potter. That's my that's yeah, my wish. very fun. For me, I don't know what's making me feel cozy this week. I binged season two of Search Party. Oh, okay. Um, and that is on TBS. It's basically a group of Brooklynites mm-hmm. who one Elias Shawkat from Shawkat 
Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. From Arrested Development. She's like kind of aimless. Mm -hmm. And to reignite some purpose in her life, she starts looking for Chantal, this like friend that she was never really close to, but she disappeared. And so she just starts to like sleuth and try to figure out where is this person. And the first season in particular is like a really, it's a cozy mystery. It really is like Mm -hmm. with with young hipsters in uh, Brooklyn is, is, is what it is. And it was like, I can't believe it's like, it's really, it's, it's cozy for the, for the millennial generation. And I highly recommend it. If you do like cozy mysteries and, and all that stuff, I think you'll like search party on TBS. The second, the second season actually was, is not as cozy. It's -hmm. very intense. But it's still a really good show, and I highly recommend it. So where did you binge it? I binged it on, on the TB, TBS app. Oh, okay. So uh, it's online. All the episodes are online. Oh, I might have to do that. They just dropped them. They, they were slowly rolling them out, then all of a sudden they just, like, dumped them all. So. That's nice. We always get a, a dump yeah. in. I love <laughs> getting a dump in. Yeah, that's right, Jelaine. <laughs> oh, I forgot the sound. So we're, this is a cat purr. This is the sound we're going to bring back from the dead because Jillian hated this sound. It's, I still say that it sounds like a, a weird lawnmower or you know something. What? But it's I, like the best I'll we ta- can I'll do. I'll take it. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to deal with it. That's going to be the sound for what's making us feel cozy this week. Also, in, in a way that you can help make this show, suggest sounds because mm-hmm. I guess I've like run out of creative energy <laughs> with finding <laughs> ambient sounds. And that brings us now to cozy locations. My cozy location this week is very general. I don't have a specific location Mm -hmm. because I feel like to give you a specific one, it's not, it's not interesting or useful for most people because a lot of people don't live in Los Angeles and there's more than one place that I like, like this, but Korean restaurants to me are very cozy, but I need to clarify. I do not mean barbecue, like, Mm -hmm. like Korean barbecue. Yeah, it's very common. That's not what I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not cozy. There's smoke everywhere. They're gigantic. People are chowing down. It's delicious, but I don't eat meat. So like going to one of those places where like you drop down a lot of money for a whole spread. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. You get to grill your own meat. Cool. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like m- mom and pop hole in the wall Korean restaurants and ones that really specialize in kimbap and which is like kind of like a, a role. It, it's, it's analogous to sushi, even though they would be offended to hear that. Or like noodles, bibimbap, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I don't know, it always, they always have like a family feel and it's the perfect place. If you are hungover and you need to feel right, go Good. to a Korean restaurant, get like a spicy noodle, mm-hmm. like a jormyeon or a bibimnangmyeon. Yeah, and right. like that will set your stomach right. I think I might need to hit that up after this. Yeah, that's a hot tip. Yeah. That is a hot tip that I, I took advantage of today, and Jillian's going to after that. So, yeah. And it, it helped me get through the day. It feels very cozy. You know, mom and pop Korean restaurants are, are great. Hmm. I agree. My cozy location is also food-related. Not that I'm running out of cozy locations, but I think I need to spend more time like traveling back in time and going back to the cities. Because I just don't want to say Los Angeles locations, kind of like you were saying. Because we got a lot of um, feedback about how people like us talking about places near Baltimore or in the D.C. area. And so I like, you know, branching out. But for now, um, the cozy location is Casito del Campo. Okay. Yeah, I love that place. Yeah. It it just is cozy to me. I like all the 
I don't know how, what do you say what do you call the decor like yeah. The re- the yeah retro it's like it's, decor it's, it's retro and it's pink mm-hmm. it's very pink yeah and it's a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. but it's it's super festive but in a cozy way yes if that makes sense and it has like a lot of um it has it's almost like a, a garden inside in a lot of ways it's it has a festive feel but it also has a romantic feel at night too they have the outside garden yeah yeah and my favorite thing there is they have that basement theater oh yeah and the cutest little shows come by and uh it's very intimate mm-hmm. and so, i don't know it's, it, it feels like a neighborhood institution it does and it's sort of tucked away even though it's on a main drag it's because it just you can't immediately tell that it's a restaurant if you just drive mm-hmm. by it i don't think yeah if you don't if you're not from no there. you really have to know what you're looking for yeah i mean you, it's a it's kind of like this pink building you, you'll you'd notice it but it's on a really busy street that mm-hmm. you're typically going pretty fast down so yeah but you know if you're ever in town check it out casillo del campo i took one of our listeners one of my friends here mm-hmm. when she came to visit she enjoyed it i just think restaurants can be very 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 cozy Absolutely. I mean, what's cozier than food? Yeah. Nothing. Candles. (laughs) Candles and food. Yeah. All right. Well, I suppose. Moving on to the cozy awards. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Really ringing in the New York with a bang. I know. Oh, you know what? Before we get into the cozy awards, I'm just going to have to. I need to air my resentment. I'm I'm going to have my cake and eat it, too, about New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. It's New Year's Eve when this will air and i hate new year's eve i think it's the worst holiday personally yeah there's so much i just hate any holidays where a lot of buildup is involved and you feel like you have to perform or do something yes that's just always sex or any holiday that really the expectation is that i have to leave my apartment (laughs) That that is generally not good the idea that you like i don't know i feel like it's one of the holidays where it's like the crux of it is go out, spend way too much money mm-hmm. just to be around people and feel like you did something on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Just so you don't feel sad and alone at home. Yeah, I've really gotten over it. I Maybe mean, just because I've done nothing really for the past, I don't know, five years or something. But I just, I just kind of just accepted the fact that sometimes I won't be doing something and I just take that pressure off myself because it is a lot of pressure. When I was younger, I had to find a place to go to. I had to be with friends or whatever. And now I'm just kind of like, well, I don't really could care less. I have to stay up late. I'm tired. I don't want to stay up late. Yeah. Last year I just was in my pajamas with Jay and we just got takeout and we just did. That's really how we've been (laughs) spending it for the last couple of years as well. And then to make matters worse, Finally, I'd also come to peace with like stopped. I'm I'm no longer even interested in any New Year's Eve party. Oh God, no! But I at least started to make a ritual of watching Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin. Oh, and now we, I can't have that either. I'm so annoyed that she did that just because she she kind of shot herself in the foot. She shot liberals in the. Their feet. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of the plural of that. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't really see what the big deal was. Well, that's what I mean. Like, but, she. It, it isn't a big deal, but I feel like she's smart enough to know that it would have been. And I just don't know why she did it. And I don't understand why now she's even making things worse by herself by just randomly attacking people. Like, I support her. I like. She's her. lashing out. I just, you know, she needs to just rein it in. Yeah, I I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I think she's very funny and she was awesome on that show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm disappointed that she's not there anymore. I don't want to watch Andy Cohen. 
No. Oh, oh he's you. so smug. I, I mean, to, I'll always appreciate him and love him for giving me one of the greatest gifts in this world, just the real housewives. But he is a smug little jerk, I think. Yeah. I, I just also like two salt and pepper gay men. Yeah, exactly. That's too, uh, too samey. Yeah, I agree. Matchy matchy, mm-hmm. as Heidi Klum would say in Project One Way. Yep. Anyway, so now, now, I, now, okay, I, I got it out of my system. Whew, okay. We now present the first annual Cozy Awards. Sorry, which, I ruined that for you. <laughs> which we will call the Cozies as an affectionate shorthand. Cozies, yes, the Cozies. The Cozies. Um, our first category, so actually, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. To set this up, um, we put up nominees. I think in the, I think next year I want to, we should solicit nominees. I think that's a good idea. And yeah. Because for some of the stuff, we were really scratch scratching our heads. Like, yeah. what what could we include here? And I bet you all have way better ideas than we do. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably do that next year. But we, we came up with a list of nominees. And we had we opened it to voting. And mm-hmm. so we're going to reveal the winners today on the coziest book, the coziest TV show, the coziest movie, mm-hmm. the coziest song. And the coziest listener yeah. of 2017. And so we are going to begin with coziest book. Ooh. And the nominees are Turkey Trot Murder by Leslie Meyer. A Death in the Sacks by Jen McKinley. Eves of Destruction by Kate Carlisle. Capital Gains. Smart <laughs> Things I Learned Doing Stupid Stuff by Chip Gaines. And Lincoln and the Bardo by George Saunders. And the winner is... Lincoln and the Bardo by George Saunders. Yay. Congratulations, George. (laughs) This is probably his highest honor. (laughs) I think he's going to be so excited to find out he won that. And we met him, so. We did. He was very sweet. He was so nice. That's why he won. I realized I had my sunglasses (laughs) up. Um, It was a hot day, and I just pressed my sunglasses up, and my hair was all crazed when I walked up to meet him. (laughs) I don't think George Saunders cares about that kind of stuff. I'm sure know. he was totally fine. Well, anyways, yeah, but... So what makes this book so, cozy? Uh, you know, I, I don't think the plot is necessarily cozy. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but mm. it's, it's a, basically about talking ghosts um, and a little dead boy, but... Oh, so cozy. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> this is definitely a Jillian pick for cozy things. If, yeah. it, if, if it involves dead children, oh, God. then well, Jillian's on it. But I think George is so inherently cozy, at least to me. And I have such fond memories of him. I can't let you know yeah. him, but a fond association with him that I think that's why it's cozy. His and writing's his writing's, very his writing's yeah. very, 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 very cozy. And I can just like listen. And when I read it, I hear him saying it. Right. Um. So I think that's why it's cozy to me. I, I think it's a great pick. For me, what's cozy about that book is the relationship between Abraham Lincoln and his son. Mm-hmm. And that was incredibly moving. Oh, for sure. And also the ghost pals yeah. are very funny Their and friendship. Sweet. Their friendship. It, it, there's a lot in this book about love and friendship, mm-hmm. and, and that does make it cozy, even though they're, it's kind of the, the trappings of the novel are depressing. The description of hell was very... And about disturbing. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. The The way that people get selected into the afterlife, according to the book, mm-hmm. was upsetting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I highly recommend reading it. It's his first novel, like proper novel, right? 
Because he only did short stories. Isn't this his first novel? Oh, maybe. If you're new to George Saunders, I would say start with 10th of December, yeah. the short That's story good. collection. And he has m- many more short story collections. Yeah, um, I'll have to look into that. But that's maybe his most well-known. Mm-hmm. And then if you like the short stories, then you'll like Lincoln and the Bardo. Yeah, for sure. What I like about George Saunders also is that he reads as a very contemporary author. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times you read writers who sound like they're imitating prior authors. Mm-hmm. And I think his voice is truly unique and it feels very current. Yeah, I, there's no one else like him. Yeah, there really isn't. So congratulations, yeah, George. Yes. And also congratulations to the other nominees. I finished Turkey Trot Murder. Oh, did you like it? I did like it. Um, the, the actual murder itself, or the I should say the way that it was solved, felt it felt like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. But what I really liked about it is Leslie's upset about the state of the world. Like that that entire cozy is basically a very thinly veiled um, criticism of Donald Trump. That's and very interesting. Exploration of the opioid crisis as it is affecting small American towns. Oh, and I was like, good for her. She's addressing really attacking something important. She's trying to say something important. She's addressing current issues, mm-hmm. and you know you. Especially as a, for an established cozy author, she doesn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that she pushed herself to make it relevant, and she has something to say. So yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. The, yeah. the mystery itself, uh, not the strongest that I've read from her, but um, a very compelling mesh of current themes and the cozy genre. Well, we should pose that as a discussion question in our our group, our Facebook group. You know, do you feel? It's necessary or even important for cozy mystery authors to incorporate real world yeah. events or issues in a book. Does it have a place mm-hmm. in a cozy mystery? Yeah, absolutely. And on that topic, actually, um, our our group is wonderful because of you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amy Grace posted this wonderful article about the state of the cozy, which was posted on The Big Thrill and was authored by a writer named Dawn Ias. I think, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but basically it's expiration of like, here's the state of the cozy in 2017. Mm -hmm. Go to the group page and check that out because it's a really great article discusses like new trends and cozies things being more topical is definitely a theme. I think publishers have been cutting down on the amount of themed cozies, which kind of makes sense because like they, they were sort of overwhelming the market for a while. Got it. But on the other hand, that's kind of what drew me to it. Like Leslie got me into cozy mysteries because I love holidays and her covers just like jump out at you. It's like, Oh, that's a jack-o'-lantern and that's a Christmas. Yeah. Tree. I kind of like the holiday themed ones. Yeah. Um, but you know, there are other ones that there's a lot of like cupcake mysteries and hat mysteries, springtime and serial killer library stuff. And I think, I get how it kind of all feels a little overwhelming. Like, which cupcake mystery do I read? Because there are like 30 to choose from. So I get why they're cutting down on that stuff. But um, the weirdest trend to me is the hardcover, the first edition that's hardcover. Because this is this is just my personal opinion. But I feel like when I read a cozy hardcover, it's nice, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it always kind of feels like it's too big for what's the content Yeah, is. I, I think the point is like... The, the paperbacks are cozy. Well, that, and also, like, it feels like they fit in a paperback. Mm-hmm. 
But then once he put it into a nice hardcover edition and it's like 150 pages, it's like this, I don't know. It's I not wonder like, why they would feel, do that. It doesn't even feel long enough to deserve a Wouldn't that be more expensive cover. for publishers? Exactly. But I mean, it's kind of weird. It really is only, I think, the best sellers who get that opportunity mm-hmm. and, it, and, and good for them. I think as an author, like who wouldn't want a hardcover edition of their books? Like that's much nicer. That's true. So I get it. Like good for them. But as a reader, I don't know. There's something about like the actual mass market paperbacks that feel cozier mm-hmm. than the the uh, the hardcovers. Well, that's a interesting thing to consider. Yeah. So sorry to all the cozies that didn't win. Yeah. You lost out to, to George Saunders. Who could beat him? Yeah. Um, and that brings us to the coziest TV show. So our nominees are At Home with Amy Sedaris, Fixer Upper, Dateline, The Great British Bake Off. And the Mindy Project. And the winner is... The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> Gladiator. Yeah, uh, not a surprise. <laughs> no, not a surprise. Not a surprise. Um. That's, that was, you know, and I'm, but I'm glad it did because it's, it's very cozy. This is the category that's probably going to feel like the Emmys with Veep or Modern Family where like the same show wins for like five years in a row. Yeah, it's very on brand for us. I'm I'm, I'm truly not surprised. And it was yeah. hard for me to come up with a cozy TV show. Really? Um, I mean, just I like to also consider what or I was trying to consider what other people would be interested in. Oh, see, in. I don't consider other people. So, I mean, that's why it was easy for Well, me. I mean, I just threw in Dateline, which I knew was probably not going to go anywhere. But I just Yeah, but to. no, that's that's we had to. That's that's cozy for us, so yeah. And actually, a lot of people, I you're, you're not alone. Good. Yeah, so I threw that in there. The Mindy Project I threw in be just because it's its last season, mm-hmm. um, and I just always put that on the background when I want to do something else. There are there are some funny moments, but it just nothing. It's a cute show. It's a cute show, and I just think that you know Mindy should be pregnant now. It's just a cozy little feel to it. Yeah. So, but pound for pound, the Great British Bake Off is extremely cozy it's gonna be hard to beat as long as that's on the air i don't know as long as we have this podcast i don't know what else will win yeah but yeah so we are going to discuss the great british bake-off in detail next year so something to look forward to look forward to we're gonna take a a deep dive into that show and it's a redheaded stepchild spin-off in america the great american baking i watched that with you right the great american one yeah we watched the season together yeah, I really liked that that show. But I just don't understand why they're out in tents in a yard. Is that always the way it is? Cuz it's cozy. Okay. I think I think it was to highlight the like British countryside, countryside. and like make that a part I, of it. I see, I see. I I'm not dissing and I like it. I just was confused as like why are they in tents is it every episode thing, but I guess it is. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a huge part of their brand. Anyways, and our next category is coziest movie of the year Hmm. and the nominees are murder on the orient express beauty and the beast coco the big sick and girl strip and the winner is the big sick not a surprise either no and and very well deserved yeah oh definitely it's been i mean really well constructed romantic comedies feel rare especially ones that get released in theaters mm-hmm. uh so 
all around from minute to minute. It was just great. And it had a lot of feel good moments. I mean, it's a feel good movie. Yeah. And then Holly Hunter, she's the one that was in it. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah. She's very, (laughs) she's very cozy to me. Yeah. She was one of my coziest celebrities. Oh, yes. Um, Just, just good. I think it's just cozy to know that a movie like that got critical, you know, mass critical acclaim and did really well financially, I think. Oh, absolutely. I always like it when audiences send a message to Hollywood that, yes, we will go see a romantic comedy mm-hmm. in theaters if you make a good one. Like, yeah. if you make it interesting, if you show us something we haven't seen before, like, stop writing off genres because they don't do well because you just keep doing the same version of it yeah. over and over again. Exactly. People people like romantic comedies. They just are tired of the same formula. And this, not, not I don't think this necessarily broke the mold on a formula. But it definitely had a, a very fresh perspective. Yeah, I think the fact that it came from a genuine place and it was based off of, you know, real life experience yeah. added, an, added another layer of cozy and some more heart to it. Right. So, and, and it's on Amazon. If you have an Amazon Prime subscription, I think it's free oh. right now um, for Good Amazon Prime. But yeah, the other nominees, where are they? Um, Coco, I haven't seen yet. Coco, I have seen, and it is wonderful i love coco yeah it was i mean pixar designs their movies in a lab to make you cry and this is no exception when i saw it i saw it with my my friends and on my left was my friend who is a 30 year old male uh and he was just sobbing by the end and to my right were two little boys who had come you know with their family and they were sobbing. Oh, it was surround sound sniffles. Oh no! By the end, and it was just—it's an incredibly cute movie. So prepared to cry. Prepare to cry. Yeah. Okay. Um, and really I, I, Girls Trip, which was really funny. Oh, Have I you saw seen that, that on the plane recently. It's a good plane movie. It is. I I found it hilarious. Was yeah. it, um, that one actress? Is her name Tiffany Haddish? Mm-hmm. I think that she's great. Um, she's she's a breakout star. She really is, and it's so well deserved. Um. And I haven't seen Jada in a lot of stuff. No, it was it was good to see her. Yeah, doing something again. fun, you know, on the grips of Scientology. She got out. Yeah. On... Oh, she's 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 escaped. Oh no, I mean escaped for a few hours. Oh, <laughs> in, okay. In the film. Like, I didn't know, realize she gave up. Yeah, she had a, a brief. They let her out for a little bit. Yeah, Girl's Trip was great. I haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express. I we I added either. that because like it's Agatha Christie. So mm-hmm. I haven't heard. I've heard lots of middling things about it. Sort of like yeah. Meh. But, you know, we put it on there. Yeah, but we put it on there. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, actually, I put on there as well because it felt like this... Nostalgia. Nostalgia. And it's on Netflix, and I watched it the other night. It's capably done, mm-hmm. but I don't really get the point of why are we remaking all of the cartoons? It seems like a way for Disney to, to retain the rights, the copyright to yeah. things, and the way things look, because... They're just remaking the same movie. They like the the characters have they sing the same songs. They have the same costumes. There's like no new take on the material. And I, I, after all these live action Disney's, they feel good. They're good, but they're all. It's also like, what's the point? I, I'd rather I, just keep it as is. I don't yeah, need a, a remake. It but. just feels like a cash grab to me because I. At the end of it, I was like, okay, that was fine, but why? Like, mm-hmm. why, why do we have this movie that's just... It, it's like it's like a cover version of the movie, mm-hmm. you know? I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I'm not into it. So, um, sorry if you like Beauty and the Beast. It is good, but it's just not needed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, so, next. And that, that leads us to... 
coziest song? The nominees are Want You Back by Haim. Just know that I want you back. Just know that I want you back. Just know that I want you. I'll take the fall and the fault tonight. I'll give you all the love I never gave before I live. Visions of Gideon by Sufjan Stevens. New York by St. Vincent. Drew Barrymore by SZA. We just learned, we had to Google yep. that. It's not SCA, it's SZA. And Glowing Brightly by Florist. Arizona, wanna go there. Pacific Ocean, I wanna go there. The memory of a life scattered shot a tideless sea. And the winner is New York by St. Vincent. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Clap. We haven't been clapping. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, it, it it is a nice little tune. No, it's 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 a really sweet song. It's I feel like it's less experimental than a lot of her other music is. Yeah, it's definitely something that you can just put on put on in the background, and I'm not trying to diss it by any means. I, it's just something that you can. I I, I I kind of feel like it's essential. Like a cozy song should be something that can play in the background exactly. and create a You're mood. Not like so like insanely moved by it by any means. It's not very cozy. Listen, this is a good choice, but I'm I'm gonna let you finish. But I think Drew Barrymore by SZA to it to me is truly the coziest mm-hmm. song of 2017. If you haven't heard that song, check it out. It's really like it it feels warm. Like, it gives you a warm vibe just through the sound, and I think that's exceptional. I think all the uh, picks were good contenders. Yeah. Congratulations, St. Vincent. Also, probably the highest honor she'll ever receive in her entire career. What should we give them? Should we give them, like, a plaque, or should we send them a candle? A candle, for sure. Or a trophy shaped like a candle. (laughs) It should light up. Yeah. That's a great idea. Well, we'll get on it. Can one of you make that for us? Anyway. And so our next category is perhaps the most important category. Yes, it's one of my favorite ones. Everyone is really a winner, mm-hmm. uh, especially us. Yes. And that nominee, not nominee, that, that cate- category is... Coziest Listener. And the nominees are Amy Johan, Not Jane Bond, Gina Izzy Shores, Alonzo Duralde, and Molly Lynch. And the winner is... Amy Johan. Congratulations, Amy, one of our um, most beloved listeners. Not that we love a listener more than another listener, but she, you know, definitely pulls on our heartstrings. Uh, that was the best way to say it. But mm-hmm. she always comments such lovely, nice things um, to our posts. And if you don't know, I 
primarily run the social media accounts. Um, I contribute. Yes, of course. As I said primarily. You Matt does all of the work, the hard, hard work. I just feel like I'm skating by. That's not um, true. I, th- I think the hard work is being on social no, media. No, no, no. He does all the audio, all the editing, setting up, getting guests. So, like, so don't sell yourself short. But um, since I do spend a lot of time on social media accounts, I interact a lot with the listeners. Um, Matt you're you're very active in the group and you know more about cozy mysteries you can talk shop with them Mm -hmm. i'm just more like (laughs) thanks so you know i love hearing from you because i really do it's no it's awesome it's so exciting it's it's always really exciting and gratifying whenever anyone reaches out yeah when they send a message i love when i get it's so nice to know that we're just not sending this out into a void you know yeah i love i just love getting feedback and you know getting recommendations and all that good stuff but um amy always consistently gives us a support, a support. Um, but then going on to our other listeners, um, not Jean Bond does give us a lot of uh, tips. Yeah. And uh, I believe she recommended our last book that we read. That's right, yeah. And uh, then Gina Izzy Shores is very, very active in our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So she's always uh, posting links or responding to other listeners when they share something uh, or asking for recommendations or cozy decorations, etc. You know, Gina always come comes on the scene. She, com- yeah, she comes through cents. with like yes. Facebook engagement, which we desperately need. So yes. thank you. Yes, that's, that's, that's really helpful. And then Alonzo, he's a beloved friend of the podcast. Yes. I, I, I don't know what we do without Alonzo because I feel like half of our listeners have just come through his enthusiasm and sharing the show. And, mm-hmm. and we, Oh, an enormous debt of yeah. gratitude to Alonzo for just like sharing us um, yeah. on Pop Rocket and on Linoleum Knife. And that's been so, so helpful. So thank you, Alonzo. Yeah. And he is appearing on our Christmas or he, yes. yeah, he did appear on our Christmas. He did. So this is, yes, that's right. We're in the future. Okay. <laughs> and then Molly, she is a wonderful friend of the podcast as well. Yes. And, and, and personal, and personal friend. friend. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, she is a real housewives and aficionado, and uh, it was wonderful to have her on. I actually got a lot of compliments about that episode. Oh, I love per- that episode. I mean, yeah, all the episodes her. are all the episodes are great. If I have to, I think yeah, say but, so, but she brought a lot. She, yeah, she brought a lot, and it's it, I. We needed someone to talk about Jewel, and mm-hmm. she was there. Yes, she came through. Yes, um, so great, great. So listening. thank you all. You know, you should all aspire to be nominated for coziest listener. So engage. Mm-hmm. You know, comment, join the group on Facebook, especially. I, it's, what, what I'm really liking about the group is I feel like it's starting to get to a point where y'all are actually like talking to each other. And that's that's what that we wanted. The goal. Yeah, yeah. Is to connect people. So, so do that. You know, keep posting stuff. And that like that link to the article about Cozy Mysteries like that, like was fascinating. Yeah, that made my day. that's so great. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and that's those are the cozies. Those are the 2017 cozies. Um we will, it's been, it's been a year. Put it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad that, you know, we started this podcast. It's just, I love spending time with Matt and that's a selfish oh, reason. Same. But it just been nice to focus on something more positive and yeah. to share it with people who I never would have met otherwise. And long saying, I know anyone on a personal level, but I feel like I know our listeners in some, some way. Yeah. And that's nice. I like that. Yeah, no, I I feel like it's just I was gonna be doing this stuff anyway, like watching these movies, reading these books, and it's nice to actually just share those interests. Yeah. So thank you all for for being there to uh, to receive our our show. Yes, thank you. 
Um, all right. And that brings us to our normal wrap up, mm-hmm. uh, starting with celebrities that calm us. I never forget that sound. That <laughs> no. sound always gets in there. And I'm going to have you go first if you don't mind. Okay, of course. Yeah. So my c- celebrity that's calming me, and, and she's actually connected to the candle that we're burning today, um, is Amy Roloff from the oh, TLC yes. show Little, I almost said Little Big Lies, uh, Little People Big World. Mm-hmm. And that and that was on. I, I feel like have, have I shared this before? Has this been something that I've said on the podcast? If I, I I may have repeated myself. I don't remember what I say episode to episode. It's like it completely leaves my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, people will reference after smash stuff to me, and it's like I don't know. I've, I have no memory of that show. Yeah. So Amy, be that as it may, I love Amy Roloff. She's the the matriarch of the Roloff clan. Mm-hmm. Um. I she's just like so awesome. She's at this point now in her like life, she has like a like a cooking line, like a she has like a bake. Like yeah. she's she's baked goods I that see she your sells. Post about that. And um I don't know, she's she's awesome. I love their little farm. I I don't know. She she's just like a really she just oozes like stability and comfort. She's like a mom. And I, agree. and I really love that about her and uh I reconnected with that show because they came back on the air after a long hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you catch up with the family and it was like, it was like, oh my God, it's the roll-offs again. I just was like, I was just channel surfing and stumbled across like the new season when yeah, they had rebooted have it. grandkids now. They have grandkids. It's like, it's, it's really cool to see everybody again. And the divorce. Um, the divorce. And honestly, if I'm being really honest, honestly, if I'm being honest, uh, <laughs> the reason she's my celebrity that calms me is like, I'm, I'm just impressed with her strength. She held it down. She held it down. I mean, like she's going through a divorce and is still filming that damn show with her husband. And her he has a lot. He is a very, uh, I could see how he would test someone's yeah. heart. He's yeah. super annoying. And he's <laughs> sorry, I'm like going off on a roll off now. <laughs> TLC or uh, little people. I'm coming for you. Um, but he, it, she just, I admired her strength. I, I agree. Just because, to, first of all, to be married for him for all those years and not to deal with him now. And then, I don't know. I really find it very irritating that he left her for one of his employees. That's I just didn't gross know to that me. That part. Yeah, I don't like Ew. that. You know, after the it's drunk driving, he was, I was done with him. Yeah, I mean, look, he has, he's, he's a good guy. Like, he's a good, he's a good dad. Um, mm-hmm. But I... It's cool what he makes on the farm. Like he loves those kids, but I, he's a gross yeah. man. <laughs> I just, I was really disappointed that he did that, and um, but also really impressed with Amy's uh, resiliency. So I agree. that's why she is my somebody that calls me. And and the candle we're going to review later was off of a a promotion, honestly, that she did on her Instagram. Um, and I'll get into that once we get there, but. Jillian, uh, who is your celebrity that's calming you? Well, I was going to choose the guy who started my best friend's wedding, but I can't pronounce his name, so I'm R- just going to... Rupert Everett? No, his name is like Dermot or something. Oh, Dermot Mulroney? Yeah, him. Okay, there you go. Then I'll do that. Okay. Um, yeah, I just couldn't pronounce his name, so I wasn't sure if I should... So we'll never speak it, you know? Yeah, we'll just won't. Dermot. Um, but yeah, I just... He just has a certain sense of stability to him. Yeah. And I just... In this crazy time where 
every actor is revealed to be a total fiend. Like, I mean, he might be a fiend too. I don't know. I don't know that much about him. That's 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 maybe how I like yeah. it. <laughs> the, 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 the less I know, that's a good thing. I that's shouldn't the way be she hearing likes it, about. Dermot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I shouldn't be hearing about you. I don't want to see you trending or whatever. Um, but he just has such a a calming effect, just because he seems as like a stable actor, stable guy. Same thing with that guy who started in that newspaper show, Chandler something. I'll make so these celebrities, I don't remember their name. Um, Bill Chandler. Newspaper show. The one where it goes back in time. Oh, he has like 24 hours to correct something. Oh. The, um, something Chandler. I know it's something Chandler. Yes. Yes. I don't remember his name I don't either. Re- yeah. Ryan Chandler? Mm, I don't Brian know. Ryan Chandler. Probably. And Dermot I, Chandler. I, I think the actors who like you don't really know too much about is keep a low profile. They're content to just... Do some so some work, mm-hmm. some enjoyable and cozy work because I that newspaper show is really cozy. Then that my best friend's wedding has a cozy feel. So you're saying it. it's like cozy to be almost forgettable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These days, that's how I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Those aren't actors that really like leap out to me because I just kind of sort of like forget that they're there. Um, that's just cozy about them. Oh, that, that that's fair. Yeah. Um. They're they're definitely consistent. Yes, I like consistent, stable. Yeah. That's true. So no that, curveballs. Sorry. No curveballs. Okay. So that brings us to our... And no curveball here. <laughs> that brings us to our candle review. So we are burning... Okay, I'm going to set this up. So we're burning um, a blood orange candle made by Daniel Stone, um, who is based in California, based on the label. I got this because... Amy Roloff posted on Instagram like a promotion for Brunch Box. Oh, I saw. Are you familiar with Brunch Box? Yeah, I've seen a few like C-list reality stars post about it. Yeah, it's like it's a candle subscription box, Mm -hmm. and I I'm not a subscription box person, although there are some cool ones out there, and I I I would. I just like don't. It's just not. I don't have enough disposable income right now to like get one, but. I maybe maybe if I had all the money in the world, I definitely there are some boxes I'd get because it's nice to be surprised. I, I yeah. get why they're popular. I agree. Anyway, so with this one, it's like candles. It's candles, and I think usually comes like a little food item. But the the main focus is scents. And I was like, this is awesome. We need. Can- We're always desperate for new candles, mm-hmm. and I would love to be surprised and get something that I did not choose. Because let's be honest, half of our reviews have been Yankee Candles because it's like where I go all the time. Or if it's not a Yankee Candle, it's a Target product. And so it's good to branch out. I was disappointed, though, because the candle box that she was promoting was like an autumn-themed one because this was in in September or October. And I was like, I want that autumn candle. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I, I do the free thing, and then I canceled later, and I got my box. And nothing in it wasn't autumn themed. I felt like I was, and it, not that everything I was so disappointed. I, I you know what? I was disappointed mm-hmm. because it, I it didn't get what she got in yeah. the photo. And then on top of that, so blood orange, I don't really like fruity. Scents. I was just going to say that. And I was like, I don't, I would never buy this. I'm kind of glad we get to experience a different type of thing to, for the show. But if I didn't have a podcast, to You'd make use of this candle, angry. I would never burn this candle, and that's not any like anything against the person who makes the candle because like I'm sure they make a bunch of other candles that we probably would enjoy, 
but this is just not the scent I typically like. And it, it, to me, it's like if you're going to have a, a candle based subscription box, I think you should take like there should be like a survey. Like, do you what kind of scents do you like? They don't do that. No, that's they that, just send you with. I mean, and I get it because it's like a supply thing. It's expensive if you had like three different candles a month. Well, they you do know? that for wine box subscriptions. Yeah, like, yeah, or like um, like Loot Crate. Like you, like you subscribe to a, a type of like you know. I feel like there should be like a type of candle, like at least two lines, like. You know, the the sweet line mm-hmm. that's like floral and fruity and perfumey and like the, maybe the savory line that's like food scents and like trees. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so I it's it's blood orange. And I, when I would when you put the candle to your nose, it's powerfully sweet. And I was like, I'm not going to like this candle. And right now I don't smell anything. I mean, I'm I looking at you. It, you never smell anything. So I, I know. I never smell anything, but I smell this. And I really don't like fruity scents, as you said. Uh, it's also a very common smell. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really smell like oranges. I would love for there to be a candle that actually smell like a crisp tangerine mm-hmm. or something. But this just smells like a scent that would give me a headache. That overpowering, yeah. like... It, it just... It smells... Smell. Yeah, it smells like someone just, like, took a shower. And it, like, came out of the shower. Like, that got kind of, yeah. like, it smells like their shampoo. I don't really need that in my life. So. No. Um, yeah, I'm not, not going to give it a wick. I'm not going to give it a wick either. But I don't want that to reflect poorly on poor Daniel Stone. Yeah. Because this was not, like, a, it's not like I selected this candle off of a scent that I thought I would like. Mm-hmm. So I I don't want this to reflect poorly on Daniel Stone. It's just not, this is not a scent that we like. Agreed. Um, so no wicks for the, the blood orange candle, just mostly because of the, 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 t- the type of candle. And I guess that wraps it up for today. Mm-hmm. That's thank you for listening to us today. Listening to our cozies. Hope you enjoyed the winners. Yes. Please, uh, review us on iTunes. Uh, and follow us on Instagram, on Instagram and Facebook, yes. join the Facebook group. And, uh, I also, yeah, like, 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 and subscribe to our why did I say that? We don't don't like YouTube, I, I, YouTube channel. What, what, like and subscribe. What? Like, okay, subscribe to the podcast yeah. on iTunes. Okay, and then when you're done with that, do a five star review. Well, I'm not going to tell you how many yeah. stars you just do a four you or a fi- reviews. Four or a five star review, and then <laughs> or nothing at all. And <laughs> when you're done with that, go to the Facebook group, join that. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're following us on um, Instagram. Yep. And, and yeah, like us on Facebook. And I think that covers it. And happy new year. And happy new year. Woo-hoo. Stay cozy. Don't go anywhere. Just stay inside. Yeah, it's out. terrible. It'll be a disappointment. Yep. Nothing ever lives up to expectations mm-hmm. on New Year's. But you know what? I hope that stay it does home. for you. Whatever you do on New Year's, I hope you enjoy it. Happy New Year. Yes. And we will see you in 2020.